0: egbo sokolo debrina kaloto egbo sokolo debrina kato egbo sokolo no egelina manda koto le baba egbo sokolo debrina hata engebo sokolina egbo shekale debrina hata engebo sokole thank you father in the name of jesus heavenly father we rejoice that we have this another opportunity to fellowship in the light of your word Thank you Lord that as we come humbly and respectfully tonight before your holy written word we have the mighty Holy Spirit living on our inside to guide us into all the truth. So revelation knowledge is gifted everybody under the sound of my voice but and yokes are destroyed whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. We rejoice that tonight, by the end of this service, we'll all be built up, equipped, edified, and Jesus will be glorified. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our faith together to so say these words I am born of God. I am born of the word. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word, I do the word naturally therefore today i will understand the word of his grace i will be built up by the end of this service i will never be the same never ever be the same again in jesus name and every believer says a powerful amen we well, want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all of the social media community. We are so glad to welcome all of you brothers and sisters to this wonderful time of fellowshipping in the light of his world. I also want to welcome all of the Akwaibom State community connected to this service right now by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Akwaibom, You know You FM, Inspiration FM, Heritage FM. We want to welcome all of you to the service, guys. Help us do the favor of inviting a friend, a loved one, a family member. Ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves. What a joy and an honor to have all the social media community, our brothers and sisters online. Like you've always done, let's do it again tonight. Help me invite a friend, invite a family member, somebody you love. And help me share the video on your page to all the groups on your page. Join as many groups as possible. And also put the videos on monogram, telegram, WhatsApp groups. Let's get this world to the ends of the earth. What a joy and an honor to welcome all of you our campuses around the world we want to welcome every one of you connected tonight and all our house centers in Akwa state we're so glad to see all of you brothers and sisters hey guys it's going to be an exciting time in the study of god's word grab your pen your, your notebook and your bible you can be seated with your sweet smart self as we get into the Word. glory to god forevermore Mm-mm-mm. all right let's get into work mm. So we've been looking at uh faithfulness the disciple and the local church and we began to examine quite a number of things and today will be the conclusion of third season five even as we look at a number of things that were yet outstanding from the things we have been teaching in the past few few days the book of acts chapter 26 verse 19 acts chapter 26 verse number 19 brother paul was speaking about his encounter to king agrippa acts 26 verse 19 acts chapter 26 verse number 19 whereupon o king agrippa i was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision i was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision salvation changes the cause of the recipient salvation Changes the cause of the recipient. That encounter with Jesus changed Paul from Damascus back to Jerusalem. From the point of grace, a believer ought to be begin taking instructions. From the point of grace. For by grace are you saved through faith. The point of grace is the point of salvation. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Lest any man should boast. So, from the point of grace, a believer ought to begin taking instructions. At the point of salvation, jesus becomes our lord jesus becomes our lord romans chapter 10 verse 9 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in thine heart that god that raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved the word lord means master one who has authority over so since jesus is our lord since jesus is our master we ought to listen to his instructions we ought to listen to his instructions jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 oh lord i know that the way of man is not in himself it is not in man that walketh to direct his steps it is not in man that walketh to direct his steps so jesus now directs our steps at the point of salvation jesus becomes your lord hence he becomes the one directing your steps in the book of second corinthians chapter 5 verse 18 and 19 second corinthians chapter 5 verse 18 and 19 and all things are of God who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and had given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So once you are reconciled, you are given the ministry of reconciliation. Next verse 19. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing they trespasses unto them and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. At salvation, it is clear that we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Once a man is born again, along with salvation comes a calling to ministry. You are not born again separate and then you have to wait to be called or You are not born again, separate, and then you start fasting and praying, waiting to see if God is going to call you to the ministry. No. Along with salvation comes the call to ministry. Observe. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation so at salvation it is clear that we have been given the ministry of reconciliation just the same way salvation has been given and needs to be received the ministry of reconciliation has to be received it has to be received brother paul received that ministry hence he was not disobedient to the heavenly vision he was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. So with the call of ministry, obedience is key in our response. With the call of ministry, obedience is key in our response. We obey as our response to the ministry of reconciliation. Look at Jesus' instructions in the scriptures for us. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 18 and 19 again. And all things are of God, who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and had given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us, the word of reconciliation did you observe in verse 18 he says who had reconciled us to himself he reconciled us to himself by jesus christ and when he reconciled us he gave us the ministry of reconciliation so the same message that saves you becomes your message to the world The same message that saves you makes a missionary out of you to your world. You are reconciled. Along with your reconciliation comes a ministry of reconciliation. Mark chapter 16 verse 15, 16 and 17. And Jesus said to the disciples, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Verse 18. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. And they shall recover. Look at the same commission reinforced by Matthew. In Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo... I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. It is re-echoed in Luke 24, 47. The same mandate given to the church upon his resurrection. Luke chapter 24, verse 47. And that repentance and remission of, of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. All of these command and instructions we are obey them the call to ministry is an interruption into your regular affairs the call to ministry is an interruption into your regular affairs it is no more about what we will but about what he wills if jesus is indeed your lord and savior It is no longer about what you will it is now about what he wills we tender our hearts to receive instructions and to obey just like men in scripture did we are to forsake ours and follow his we are to forsake ours and follow his please that's very very important noah Noah lived a life of separation from friends for 120 years. Noah lived a life of separation from friends for 120 years. Abraham left his kindred to follow. In Genesis chapter 12 verse 1. Genesis 12 verse 1. Now, the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Abraham forsook all, and went with the call of God. Peter, James, and John left everything to follow. They left everything to follow. In Luke chapter 5 verse 11, And when they had brought their ships to land they forsook all and followed him why? he is the master we are to heed to it Paul counted some things as loss the word loss there is waste in Philippians chapter 3 verse 4 to 7 Philippians chapter 3 verse 4 to 7 Though. I might also have confidence in the flesh. If any other man thinketh that he had whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcise the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin and Hebrew of the Hebrews as touching the law, a Pharisee concerning zeal, persecuting the church. Touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. The work of ministry now defines purpose for us. Please write that down. The work of ministry now defines purpose for us. That is now our definition of purpose. The gospel that saved us becomes the gospel to serve others with. The gospel that saved us now becomes the gospel to serve others with. That is selflessness. Selflessness, which is a fruit of our spirit. The gospel that saved us now becomes a gospel... To serve others with. That is selflessness. Which is a fruit of our spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, That's the fruit of the reborn spirit of the believer. Pride and selfishness are destroyed. We now seek to get others saved. We now seek to see believers grow up. Or we simply serve other believers. When we serve other believers, we serve Jesus. When we serve other believers... We serve Jesus. So, how do we serve Jesus? We serve Jesus by serving other believers. Matthew 25, verse 40. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me. Phoebe was such an example in the scriptures. Romans chapter 16 verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 16 verse 1 and 2. I commend unto you Phoebe, our sister, which is a servant of the church, which is at St. Crea, a servant of the church, Number verse 2, that you receive her in the Lord as becometh saints, and that you assist her in whatsoever business she had need of you for she has been a succor of many and of myself also she served believers she served believers so ministry is not done in convenience ministry is not done in convenience we heed to the master's call every believer that is born again has received the lordship of Jesus. Henceforth we heed to the master's call. Not at our own time. But at the prompt of his own call. At the prompt of his own call. Alright. However through men, We make ourselves available for ministry. Just as brother Paul said in Acts chapter 9 verse 6. Acts chapter 9 verse number 6. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what will thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Lord, what will you have me to do the man was ready he didn't say i'm waiting for a vision i want to see lightning and thunder or i want an encounter no he just got born again in fact he was not even born again yet he was still on the floor lord what will you have the man is ready what will you have me do? The call to ministry is every believer's call. There is no special class. The call to ministry is every believer's call. Somebody was asking me, Dr. Gabriel, the other day, what about the fivefold ministry? <laughs> you know, have you observed, I was sharing this with uh, Pastor Chris on I in two days ago. We're just talking about ministry and all that. And then we were talking about do you know that there is only one verse of scripture that talks about fivefold ministry and just one sentence in the entire Bible, just one verse, and it's just one sentence. It doesn't even have double mention, much more emphatic mention. Yet that is what the church world has built their theology on where ministry is concerned fivefold or fourfold, one verse one sentence and he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastoring, teachers. Full, that's the only place you will find it in Ephesians 4 11. you will find it elsewhere. And yet a lot has been built out of that. Humongous a humongous doctrine has been built out of a sentence mentioned just by brother Paul in Ephesians chapter 4. Now keep that somewhere because we will get there eventually. Now what will you have me to do the man was ready we ought to make ourselves ready all the time the moment you got born again you were born to serve you were born to serve the gospel you were born to serve the purpose of god you were born to serve god's counsel and calling The moment you got born again, you don't need a special vision, you don't need a special voice, you don't need a special dream. Once you're born of God, whether you feel it or you don't feel it, know that born again is born to serve others with the same message that saved you. The same message that saved you. Now, we began to look at a number of things that will make us effective in the local church as servants of jesus as people that are called to serve god look at second timothy chapter two verse number two brother paul writing to a protege of his by timothy said and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also so the requirement for ministry is faithfulness the same things you have had commit to faithful men if they are faithful they will be able to commit the same so ministry is a byproduct of faithfulness and spiritual growth The things you have heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit to faithful men who will in turn commit to others. So a true disciple is a copy and paste. A true disciple is a copy and paste. Discipleship is to copy from the person you're learning, don't improve on it, don't make it sound nice. The same way it was handed to you, faithfully you hand it to others. Ministry becomes easy. The things you have heard from me, you commit to others, who will also commit to others, who will also commit to others. So every child of God is able to effectively do ministry because that was the intent of God. You know, when Moses, when Moses was ordaining 70 elders, when God said to Moses, appoint 70 elders, I will take off your spirit and put upon them. And two people that were not part of the 70 in the kitchen. Began to prophesy. They came and reported them to Moses. Moses said why are you stopping them? My prayer is that everybody in Israel. Because that has always been the plan of God. That every child of God will preach the gospel. That has been the plan from the beginning. It's not belonging to a secluded class of people. The preaching of the gospel does not belong to a class of people. It's for every child of God. However, children of God will have to submit to those that are already faithful so that they too can be trained in faithfulness to understand the message, to be able to commit it to to others who will commit to others, who will commit to others, who will commit to others, who will commit to others until all the families of the earth be blessed i thought somebody would shout a good amen so we've been looking at you know discipleship and the local church 2nd samuel chapter 15 verse number one. Second samuel chapter 15 verse number one second samuel chapter 15 verse number one i'm going to read to verse three and it came to pass after this that absalom remember that's where we stopped on sunday absalom that absalom prepared him chariots and horses and 50 men to run before him next verse And Absalom rose up early and stood beside the way of the gate. And it was so that when any man that had a controversy came to the king for judgment, then Absalom called unto him and said, Of what city art thou? And he said, Thy servant is of one of the tribes of Israel. Next verse. And Absalom said unto him, See, thy matters are good and right, but there is no man deputed of the king to hear thee. So, Absalom stood at the gates or at the car park. You know, people who come to church, instead of going into prayer or service, they hang outside and they create a little group of meeting where they discuss. That's the spirit of Absalom. Instead of coming, you left your house to come for service. You arrived church. Instead of moving straight to the purpose of which you came, You now stay outside like an elder. You start gathering people to form a group to be discussing. Instead of prayer. Because prayers are going on and you don't want to pray. So you stay out and you make it look like what you're discussing is important. If it's that important, why didn't you meet outside of church time to discuss it? It's the spirit of Absalom. Because that's what Absalom will do. He will come and stay at the gate and intercept people that were coming to see the king and tell them hey guys what you guys want to discuss is a good matter but there is nobody to hear you he was gradually massaging their loyalty in a bid to steal their loyalty from the vision of the house the spirit of absalom the spirit of absalom the king really doesn't have your time that was absalom we used to tell them the king doesn't really have your time I wish I wish I was your pastor. I wish I was the one. I wish I was the one appointed. I will do this, I will do that. Look at verse 4 and 5 of that same chapter, chapter 15 second somewhere. Absalom said, moreover, oh, that I were made judge in the land, that every man which had any suit or case might come unto me and I will do him justice. Next verse. And it was so that when any man came nigh to him to do him obeisance, he put forth his hand and took him and kissed him. Absalom. He took him and kissed him. He became suddenly warm. He became suddenly Mr. Nice Guy. Very nice guy. He begins to give prophecies. As people are coming close, I see a mighty man of God in you. The call is obvious. There is no doubt. I see the anointing flowing like water all over you. He began to prophesy prophecies that cannot be traced in the book. All of that was part of Absalom's tricks to steal away the heart of the simple. All right. So he stays at the gate. He manipulates people at the car park. All right. And then You know, there are some people that are very understanding. like you're a house pastor, or you know, you're a campus pastor, or you're a district pastor. All of a sudden, maybe you started going out with a sister who becomes a fiance or fiance of yours. You began to go out with her, and then suddenly, instead of you guys discussing your relationship, you start discussing members of the cell. You start discussing, well, you know, the other brother is in my fellowship. The other brother is in my district. The other sister is in my district. She even told me this, or he even told me this. And while you are discussing that, that's not the reason for that relationship. Because your relationship is, 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 is different from your service in the house of God. You are not supposed to discuss people in that relationship. You are not supposed to discuss people that have submitted to you, And trusted you with their life. Trusted you with their innermost secrets. But because you lack discretion. Because you lack commitment to the cause for which you've been appointed. You begin to give out their secrets just because you are romantically excited. And that means you are not a faithful person. Remember the people we commit to are people that are faithful. Behaving like that makes you unfaithful. So, Absalom stays at the gate, and he begins to sweet-tongue people. And that is why, as a child of God, that wants to go far. As a child of God, that wants to really fulfill the purpose of God for your life. Don't let anybody sweet-tongue you. Don't let anybody sweet-tongue you. Look at verse 6 of that scripture, where we're reading. Verse 6. And on this matter, did Absalom to all Israel, that came to the king for judgment. Observe. So absalom stole the hearts of the men of israel he stole the hearts people were listening now to two pastors they were listening to absalom outside and the pastor inside the pastor is teaching they are checking what what is teaching with what absalom just told them absalom wants respect pastor says you are not serious brother And Absalom will pull him by the side and say, to me, you are very serious. I don't know why I can't see that you are serious. What can be more serious than what you are doing? Absalom is that guy who gives you the comfort of deception. Absalom says, look, you know, you pastor says, brother, it's like you are backsliding. You used to be on fire. I don't see you committed anymore. Absalom says, as far as I'm concerned, you are a role model. You are an example to me. When I see you, I get inspired to serve. Absalom will tell you, he is concerned about your life. Watch people that are close to rebels. When you see somebody rebelling, and you see people around him, always watch people that are close to rebels. They are not innocent. Always watch people that are close to rebels. They are not innocent. Because when you are close to rebels, what you end up contributing is fault finding, complain, murmuring. Fault finding. You will find fault, you will complain, you will murmur. Then the next thing is they begin to campaign, they begin to campaign in a subtle manner. Someone said this, and it you know, I think it's something what worth, worth writing if you are making notes. He says HIV what hiv is to the body that is what Absalom's spirit is to the mind of a man what hiv is to the human body that is what the spirit of absalom is to the mind of a man it breaks down your defense it breaks down your protection in fact the spirit of absalom will wreck a man so absalom begins by trying to provide an alternative to the ministry. An alternative to what we teach. Christ died for our sins. When we say that, Absalom will say, you know, Christ didn't only die, he rose. <laughs> when we say Christ died for our sins, within a context, Absalom will always want to improve on what we say. You know, he didn't only die, he rose. Always trying to sound different from others what absalom is looking for is followers to also do what he is doing he wants to lead a group of rebels a gang of unproductive reckless careless christians absalom look at second samuel chapter 15 verse 7 second <clears throat> samuel 15 verse 7 and it came to pass after 40 years That Absalom said unto the king, I pray thee, let me go and pay my vow. Which I have vowed unto the Lord in Hebron. Let me go and pay my vow. A minister is lying. Because Absalom there was lying. Conspiracy. His conspiracy had matured. Now he wants to go and carry out his conspiracy. He is using ministry as a cover up. He thinks he is very smart. He is using ministry as a cover-up. He uses Bible study as a cover-up. Look at verse 9 and 10 of that Second Samuel 15. <clears throat> and the king said unto him, go in peace. And so he arose and went to Hebron. Next verse. But Absalom sent spies throughout all the tribes of Israel saying, As soon as you hear the sound of the trumpet... Then you shall say, Absalom reigned in Hebron. This is a subtle overthrow of the kingdom of David. But see the gradual profession. What will make you lie to your pastor? May it never enter your heart. That thing that will make you to look at your pastor in the eyes. And lie to him. May it never enter your heart. Absalom looked into the eyes of David. And lied to David. Look at verse 11. This is key point i like you to observe. And with Absalom went 200 men out of Jerusalem that were called. And they went in their simplicity. Circle the word simplicity. They went, these are the kind of people we call simpletons. They went in their simplicity and they knew not anything. These are the undiscerning. Simpletons. What does the Bible say about the simple people? Proverbs one twenty-two. Proverbs chapter one, verse number twenty-two. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. How long will you stay in your simplicity? They didn't know what they were doing. Someone says, let's have a prayer meeting. Ask him about what? prayer. You're calling me to have prayer meeting. About what? He says, about the church. What about the church prayer crews? Why can't we join them and pray? Why are you calling me privately for a prayer meeting? Or somebody says, come let us have Bible study. Bible study on what subject? Bible study on what subject? There are thousands of teachings. If I want Bible study, I will study with the teachings of my pastor. There is no need for private Bible study. He said, no, let us, let us, you know, let us, let us. Ask him, what about house centers? Which house center do you belong? What about daily prayers that are going on in church? Which group do you belong? Don't be a simpleton. Don't let people use you for their hidden agenda. Don't let people use you as 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 you know as as as, as a promoter of their hidden agenda which is not what God called you for, which is not what God saved you for. Simplicity is very dangerous. Absalom therefore will use conspiracy He will create following within the assembly. He will create his own personal agenda. And raise people to fuel his own personal ambition. Which is not the corporate vision of the house. Then in the midst of his conspiracy. He came close to Ahithophel. Ahithophel was very close to David. Ahithophel was like a personal assistant or... He was like one of the closest pastors to David. Absalom succeeded in wooing Ahithophel. As wise as Ahithophel was, yet he fell into the trap of Absalom. You can never be too careful. So that's why you must take it to yourself. As smart and intelligent and wise as Ahitophel was, yet he fell into the mire of Absalom. One of the chief counselors of the pastor or one of the chief counselors of David. Please hear me. The closer you are to your pastor, the closer you are to your house pastor, the closer you are to your campus pastor, the closer you are to your district pastor, the more careful you should be. People want to know things. They want information. They want to hear things. They want to know what you talk about. They want to know how you talk about it. They want to know where you talk about it. hitophel has another characteristics we are going to see. How did Absalom get Ahithophel? He got hitophel when they were having a 30 days of glory. He got hithophel when Ted was going on. He got a hutofel when there was a program that was designed for spiritual growth. He got him after prayer meeting. He got a hutofel after leaders conference. You come to prayer meeting, you stay outside to discuss. Absalom is waiting outside. House center meeting, instead of concentrating inside the house center. You pick a brother outside and you're discussing irrelevant matters. That is how they got Ahithophel. Ahithophel as wise as he was yet he got caught up. So Absalom will also introduce lies. Absalom is a hypocrite. He will hide under we are being led by the spirit. You know we are passionate for the work of God. You know as I am praying, I'm sensing, I'm perceiving. You know, he, 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 he uses the disguise of spirituality to manipulate. Ahithophel, interestingly, was Beersheba's father. The father of Beersheba. So maybe Ahithophel has been feeling, I did not give Beersheba to David. He murdered her husband and took her forcefully. Maybe there was that little grudge in the mind of Ahitophel, Or even maybe Ahitophel had forgotten it. Absalom is the guy that makes you remember what you have forgotten. Absalom is that guy that brings back memories, painful memories, and he has a nice way of rubbing it in. Renewing old wounds. Opening up old wounds. That's the ministry of Absalom. You've been in this church how long now? Has pastor ever called you out to commend you? Has pastor ever called you out to appreciate your sacrifices? He is trying to revive old wounds. Since you've been in this church, are you trying to say nobody has offended you? Because the way I see you moving freely in the church is like since you came, nobody has offended you. He's looking for how you can go back to record and retrace things that are past, things you have been healed of, things you have forgotten. By adventure, he could still create a fresh wound out of an old wound. The spirit of Absalom. The spirit of Absalom. Absalom made Ahitophel to remember. Despite the fact that Bathsheba now had Solomon. Absalom will not give up. Absalom once more. He said, look at it. He should have treated you like that. Why did he treat you like that? And Ahithophel became a part of the conspiracy. He will so strive the spirit of Absalom. He will sow discord. He will bring division. Look at Matthew 24 verse 3. Matthew chapter 24 verse number 3. And as he sat, Matthew 24 3, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of their coming and of the end of the world? Next verse. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Take heed that no man deceive you look at verse 10 verse 10 verse 10 and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another they shall be offended offense will lead to betrayal betrayal will lead to hatred progression it begins with offense betrayal Hatred. is a progression. It starts small. If it's not nipped in the, in the board, it becomes hatred. Hatred. One of the characteristics of the work of the devil is false teachers. Offended. They betray one another. So betrayal is a sign of rebellion against the gospel. David made a great error. He allowed Absalom back into his kingdom. He allowed Absalom back into his organization. Even in your business, don't allow Absalom to live. Don't allow Absalom to be alive in your business, in your career, because Absalom is destructive. Absalom is that guy who has left and still want us to be fellowshipping together. He left our church. He said we are stupid. He says we don't have sense. We are useless people. He left. He is no more a part of us. But then he comes from behind and looks for undiscerning members and tells them let's still be in fellowship. After all, we are brethren. After all, we are together in the kingdom. After all, we are still members of the body of Christ. Uh -uh. Such people are dangerous. He left. He said, I don't want to be part of the house. I don't want to be part of the vision. But I want to still be with you. That's a very dangerous alliance. Very dangerous alliance. That is the spirit of Absalom. That is the spirit of Absalom. That guy who left the church. But wants to constantly communicate with you. You saw how he abandoned his responsibilities. He abandoned his fellowship. He abandoned his commitment in the church. All right, And yet he still wants to keep you as a friend. You saw the way he caused division in the church. And you retain him in constant communication with you. What are you looking for? Absalom moving around. And he's still saying, let us pray. We are brothers. Come to my house. Let's pray together. If you really wanted us to pray, you will have been part of us. If you wanted to be doing that, why didn't you stay? He will introduce something. You know, some of us are very unwise in things like this. Before you know it, he will start blackmailing you. He will say, don't let anybody make people your enemy. Don't let the enemy of your pastor be your enemy. After all, you don't know what happened between them. Absalom. He will start using philosophy. He will start using psychology game. Blackmail. Somebody says, I hate your wife. I don't like seeing her. Or, I hate your dad. But I love you. (laughs) I hate your dad. But I love you. I hate your wife. Her appearance turns my stomach. But you know I love you very much. (laughs) What kind of monkey relationship is that? Is it monkey or baboon relationship? What kind of monkey business is that? Paul said to Timothy. Alexander the copper smith, clear names and surname, Withstood our message. Be careful with him. Paul didn't hide it. Jesus said, if these Pharisees hated me, they will hate you. If they persecuted me, don't think somebody that treats me bad will treat you better. It's not possible. It's not possible. If they persecute me, they will persecute you. Very simple. Love me, love my dog. It's as easy as that. So Absalom is that spirit that will give special gifts to steal the hearts of the people. He will treat people better than the pastor to steal their hearts. He suddenly becomes very caring. Look at what brother Paul said about such brethren that suddenly become very caring. Galatians chapter 4 verse 17. <clears throat> Galatians chapter 4 verse 17. They zealously affect you, but not well. <laughs> Did you see that? They zealously affect you, but not well. Yea, they will exclude you that they might affect, that ye might affect them. Give me the message of that Galatians 4.17. The message translation. Those heretical teachers go to great lengths to flatter you. But their motives are rotting. They want to shut you out of the free world of God's grace. So that you will always depend on them for approval and direction. Making them feel important. I want to read it again. Those heretical teachers Go to great lengths to flatter you. But their motives are rotting. They want to shut you out of the free world of God's grace. So that you will always depend on them for approval and direction. Making them feel important. They zealously affect you. But they don't mean well for you. It's an absalom spirit. Look at Acts twenty twenty nine, the way Brother Paul spoke to that church at Ephesus. Acts twenty twenty nine. Give me King James. Acts twenty twenty nine. For I know this that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. They go into your inbox on social media. They go into your inbox on Facebook. They go into your inbox on, on Instagram. And they are luring you. Are you still listening to Damina? Can't you see that sometimes he will speak truth. Sometimes he will speak falsehood. Are you still following? They are on my page and they are inboxing you. And you are so simple not to discern. That this is the spirit of Absalom romancing you brother paul said, avoid them mark them and avoid them don't be nice cast them out like demons are cast out get thee behind me satan thou severest not the things that be of god absalom will go after the leaders so nobody is immune with the spirit of absalom nobody is immune he will go after pastors in different campuses. He will look for you guys. You are hearing me pastors, all our pastors in different campuses. Nobody is immune. Ahitofel was captured. Pastor doesn't visit people in their houses? Absalom will do. Pastor doesn't do video calls? Absalom will do. Whatever pastor is not doing, Absalom must do it. Pastor is strict Absalom is suddenly soft. So they can say, out of all the pastors, I just love the other one. (laughs) The spirit of Absalom. Proverbs 21, 12. Give me the message. Proverbs 21, 12. Kadabah. Proverbs 21, 12. Message translation. A God-loyal person will see right through the wicked and undo the evil they have planned. A God-loyal person. A God-loyal person. Will sit right through the wicked. And undo the evil they have planned. And undo the evil. The greatest asset of any ministry is unity. I said it on Sunday. A wise man will sit through the spirit of Absalom. Jesus said they will come as wolves in sheep clothing proverbs twenty twenty six proverbs chapter twenty verse twenty six this week is training for ministry after careful scrutiny a wise leader makes a clean sweep of rebels and dolls a clean sweep of re- rebels after careful scrutiny a wise leader makes a clean sweep of rebels. He does not tolerate them. He does not pamper them. The moment the pastor is weak in discerning like David, Absalom will grow. The moment the pastor is weak in discernment and indecisive like David, Absalom will grow. What do you do to Absalom? Strip him. Throw him out. Strip him. Throw him out. Ephesians 5.11 Have no fellowship. Ephesians 5.11 King James. King James quickly. King James. Ephesians 5.11 Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them. James 4.7 Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. Resist the devil. Romans chapter 16, verse 17. Romans 16, 17. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. Give me uh, amplified of that Romans 16, 17, amplified version. I appeal to you, brethren, to be on your guard concerning those who create dissensions and difficulties and cause divisions in opposition to the doctrine, the teaching which you have been taught. I warn you to turn aside from them and to avoid them. 2 Samuel 18, verse 9, as a roundup. 2 Samuel 18 verse number nine <clears throat> king james and absalom made the servants of david and absalom rode upon a mule and the mule went under the thick box of a great oak and he said cut hold of the oak and he was taken up between the heaven and the earth and the mule that was under him went away that is how absalom died he died by his animal hung him on a tree and left him there even an animal had more sense To disassociate from a rebel. Even an animal had more sense. To disassociate from a rebel. He was hanged. Very sad. Because Absalom came for David. He wanted to destroy him. He didn't mind if the ministry went under. You know there are some people. They don't care. If the ministry goes under or not. All they want is their selfish interest. They are not interested in the overall well being of a ministry that is blessing lives. Touching lives. Changing lives. They don't care if that ministry went under or not. He doesn't mind what happens. Look at Proverbs 16 verse 8. Proverbs chapter 16 verse number 8. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. Let me quickly give you a few things to take home as I close this service. Number one. You must be careful when you are more concerned about your own recognition than the general vision of everyone. You must be careful when you are more concerned when you are more concerned about your reputation than the general vision of everyone. Because when that happens, destruction is around the corner. You must seek You must not seek to manipulate leadership to give you what you want because if you do that you are siding with the devil. You must not in any way cause division or make things to stop for your own sake. You stop everybody because of personal interest. You must not look for gain in serving the Lord in a ministry. Don't look for gain. Be content with what you have. Don't look for gain in your service of the Lord in a ministry. Be content with what you have. You must take instruction in contentment. Every instruction. When we give instruction, take that instruction with an attitude of contentment. You must not overdo anything that will diminish spiritual authority over your life. Don't overdo anything that will diminish spiritual authority over your life. You must never think, I will do better if I was in charge. I will say better if I was in charge. I will have done better if I was in charge. I will have handled it better. Don't think that way. You need to be humble. If pastor talks to you often, very well. If pastor chooses not to talk to you, don't think there's a problem. Don't be petty. Don't be petty. Know why you are here and stay focused. You must never, ever verbalize. Never, ever verbalize or chat a disagreement you have with a disgruntled member. You must never ever verbalize. Speak or chat a disagreement. You have. With a disgruntled member. You must be found motivating others. To do what we are doing. And not otherwise. You must be a son of encouragement. You must be a daughter of encouragement. You move all over the house. Encouraging brethren mark this please mark this is important i must never surround myself with people who have all resolved issues with leadership i must never surround myself with people who have all resolved issues with leadership never stay away from such people they can be poisonous I must never find myself criticizing my pastor, my leader. If I observe everything, anything, I must find time to fast and pray for them. And not do anything to harm myself or others. Absalom is not my friend. Write it in capital letters. Absalom is not my friend. Absalom shall never be my friend. You know, Brother Brother John was writing to Gaius in third John verse 9 and 10 about Diotrephes. He loved preeminence. He even resisted our words. And then Brother John said, forbid him. Stay away from him. Speak against what he is doing. Ladies and gentlemen, don't allow Absalom to grow around you. To the point where he begins to influence you or others. In your campus, in your house center, in your district. What kind of spirit do you emit? Have you developed a sense of entitlement? Have you developed a sense of notice me, notice me or I die? You always say, why is it that it is only that brother's house that is our center? Why not my house? Your pastor will rebuke you, scold you before. You will pray over it and make adjustment. But now when you are rebuked, you take offense. Absalom is knocking at the door. When you start magnifying small issues, making a mountain out of a a, a little hill, who are you talking with? Who are you talking to? The person doesn't have to be a member of our church. It could be a Facebook preacher. A Facebook preacher. Or somebody's post you read often on Facebook. It could be a tweet. A Twitter handle that you visit so often. Don't let them destroy you. Let the voice that has led you this far keep leading you. Let the voice that has led you thus far keep leading you. Don't tolerate or excuse an Absalom spirit around you. Don't don't excuse the spirit of absalom notice it recognize it stop it resist it rebuke it amen i said amen bless tonight glory to god stand on your feet that's all i've got in this service praise god that's the end of ted season five amen father we pray for everybody under the sound of my voice all over the world on television on radio in our house centers and campuses and bible study centers we rejoice that instruction in righteousness that will make us perfect truly furnished unto every good work is coming forth every day equipping us warning us to present us perfect in christ jesus I thank you that your word goes forth with clarity and grace multiplies and peace multiplies unto your people. I give you praise for answered prayer. Anyone that has already been trapped by Absalom, we break that trap. We lose that person in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that your word reigns and rules in our hearts. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says a powerful "Amen." Glory. Amen. I'll be joining Mr. Michael Bush right now in the other studio. But before that, I want to take up your offerings, everybody. Grab your offering in the house centers, in the campuses, your honor offering. Let's give to the world. Let's give to the work of God. Let's support this vision. And partners, I want you to know I truly treasure and appreciate all of you for your consistent giving to support this vision. And I want to encourage you today to know that God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Even as we prepare for partnership Sunday, come this coming Sunday. It's going to be our partnership Sunday. And we're going to deliberately and intentionally give to support this vision. So that our projects and our budget is met. And if you've been following, you are not yet a partner, you want to be a partner. Just shoot a mail today to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. We'll be glad to respond quickly and give you all the information you need to partner with us the next 12 months of this year but i want you to know we love you and thank you for supporting and believing in this vision of reintroducing jesus to this generation equipping the believer to know who you are in christ what you have in christ and what christ can do through you praise god lift up your offerings On online, the banking details are there. On television, the banking details are there. Radio audience, Mr. Michael Bush will read the banking details for you when we go live in the next few minutes in the other studio. Lift up your offerings, Father. We give in faith. We give with joy. Thank you for the privilege to correct, instruct us. Thank you for the privilege to bring wisdom and counsel from your word. We give in honor of the word. We give in honor of Christ. And we rejoice that your word goes forth with clarity today. And we declare that for everyone under the sound of my voice, your needs are met supernaturally. Great grace is upon you in Jesus' precious name and every believer says a powerful amen. Glory to God forevermore. You don't want to go away. I'm joining Mr. Michael Bush in the other studio right now. And it's going to be an exciting time in Ask the Counselor. As we answer your questions and respond to your phone calls. But it's always a joy to serve you. The grace of God. Till I see you in the other studio. Enjoy the rest of the minutes. Let's celebrate viewers around the world. For being a part of this service tonight. Glory. Amen. Glory, glory to God. By this message. For these all the messages and books by Dr. Abel Domino. please call plus two three four eight zero six eight zero zero nine nine three nine 234-806-800-9939 or email powercityoffice
1: at gmail.com.
0: more sharper it will get more sharper and the difference between darkness and light will get more clearer this year it's going to happen false prophets and false preachers will be exposed charlatans will be disgraced them all because the light of God's word is going to grow and discernment will be very sharp deception will increase for those that will be deceived those that will be deceived will be deceived to silliness Those that have chosen the path of darkness, darkness will consume them. That is, they will be so full of darkness that they will not find their way. And those that have chosen the path of light will walk in greater illumination. There will be so much light. So, there will be such clarity between darkness and light. It's not going to be like it is now, where we don't know... Which is which? Because all of us look alike All of us sound alike false prophets are using jesus we too are using jesus charlatans are using tongues we too we are using tongues no 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 there will be a sharp divide kapatona the body of christ will emerge out of the rubbles out of the rubbles there shall be an emergence of the structure there will be an emergence of the shape the church of jesus will start taking shape It will start taking shape and it will become very clear to the world that this is the church of Jesus I speak to you the mind of God Almighty it shall no more be business as usual it shall no more be a combination of all of us no no saith God my body will rise and emerge out of the rubbles. and saith God an exceeding great army is rising from among the rubbles. and it shall be clear it shall be obvious and they shall know they shall know Everyone will know the difference between darkness and light. The days are over when those who don't know the difference call the darkness light and call the light darkness. The days are over. The days are over. There shall be a sharp divide between the darkness and the light. The word of God will grow like never before. Hunger for the word will grow like never before. The people of God are gonna go after the word, after the word, after the word, after the word, and there shall be a mighty revelation of the identity of the church. The church will have a clear, God-defined identity like never before. Deception will be exposed, and deception will be disgraced. And the hunger for my word will rise very strong among my people. And my people will seek for pasture like never before. And see it, God. That's why I'm preparing you. I'm equipping you because people are going to look for pasture. And they're going to look for you. And they're going to come to you. And they're going to ask you. And you will become teachers. You will become pastors. You will become ministers of the gospel in your various places of vocation. Wherever you are found, you will be a teacher because there will be hunger. Men are going to be seeking for the knowledge of the true God. In the midst of this demarcation, The dividing line will be very obvious. I didn't hear a powerful amen.
2: thanks for staying tuned to the program. It's now the Ask the Counselor segment. Okay, the opening announcements I always would give at this point of the program especially goes to the radio audience. The account name is Power City International. There are three bank accounts. There is FCMB, there is Zenith, and there is uh, UBA. I start on this edition with UBA, 139 26 139 26 Five. That's for UBA, account name, Power City International. It's the same account name for Zenith. 10, 12, 36, 59, 12, 10, 12, 36, 59, 12. Power City International remains the account name. It's the same for FCMB, 29, 82, That's announcement number one. Announcement number two in the nanosecond, and that would have to do with calls for you to... Darling, and come join on the program tonight. We're going to, on this edition, we're going to have many, uh, no, so much space for your calls. So what you need to do is just call up, plus 234, if you are calling from outside the country, otherwise it's 0806-800-9939. Or you want to send a quick email or two, the address is now at gmail.com. Oh, there are still an SMS or two. The number to do that, too, is plus 234-703-691-8642. Finally, you need to sponsor the program. You need to support the program. You need to become partners here. The number to dial is plus 234. If you are calling from outside the country, otherwise it's 0803-275-6104. Or you just want to send an email to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Dr. There, of course, is dr. Okay, so my name is Michael Bush. I am uh, your uncle. I have the wonderful producer. His name is Pastor IG Akwera. He works complete with the production team. And now, the man of the moment, the set man, prolific writer, wonderful minister of the Word of God. Help me welcome the man who needs no further introduction. Global Baba, Dr.
0: Ebel. Intercontinental, Mr. Boo, it's so, good about, so to, nice to see you to be with you again today fantastic fantastic wow, wow. so
2: finally test is in five it's
0: over today today from sunday i will begin introducing relationships, relationships. Wis- wisdom for living oh my yeah from sunday That's for everyone now yeah we're wow. gonna go it's gonna be exciting okay
2: so global bar we just will get underway in another minute or two. First though the opening of ritualistic prayer let's,
0: let's pray together father we receive by faith right now answers to prayer and we thank you that always it gives you pleasure to give us our desires thank you for akwaibom state thank you for the governor's cabinet thank you for all public and civil servants in this state thank you for students thank you for market women thank you for children we ask oh god that this state continues to advance that the glorious light of the gospel continues to find expression. That men and women come to the knowledge of the truth. That the hold of religion and tradition concerning the word of God is broken. That the clarity of the gospel of Christ rules over this land. We pray for this nation. We pray for the rest of the world. That preachers of the gospel are equipped globally to preach the true gospel of Christ. And in the name of Jesus, we rejoice that many are coming to the knowledge of the truth. And we thank you for answer prayer tonight. In Jesus name.
2: Amen. 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 Okay, so Global Baba, about time we set out. Looks like we have um, roughly 45 minutes on our hands to do business with the counselor on this edition. So let's go. We spent the night, by the way, in Dubai. That's in the United Arab Emirates. That's in the Middle East, uh, some part of Asia. Yeah. And so that's where we're going to be starting from. With this anonymous entry says, Hello, Global Baba. May God continue to empower you with his rich wisdom and good health. My doctor, my teacher, my mentor, that's who you are. May I ask this? Is it right that any time you go to see a pastor of yours, you must go with something? That has been hindering many of us to see a pastor. And uh, also, the pastor uh, preaches on the altar that you must not come empty-handed you know, to see the prophet. Thank you.
0: Well, I don't know where they got that from because a lot of people saw Jesus with nothing in their hands. Actually, many saw him with problems. Woman with issue of blood came with her blood and touched him. Blind batimials on the road. They didn't give Jesus anything. Jesus stopped and took care of him. I don't know where they got that practice from. I think it's from the materialistic gospel. Again, you don't need to see a pastor with anything in your hand. You see a pastor because you have relationship, because he's your pastor, because he's your spiritual father. And you have a right to talk to your father anytime you want to talk to your father. You don't have to give him a gift. There's nothing wrong in giving him a gift, but that must not be the condition for you to see your father. It doesn't mean it's not in the Bible, it's not a Bible practice.
2: Fantastic, Global Baba. So we we'll still stay on in the Middle East. Lebanon is next. Support of course. Hello, my teacher of the truth. I'm Jane Wangi Wangombe, a Kenyan lady in Lebanon. I'm a believer and a follower of your teachings blue baba i have no local church where i fellowship out here in lebanon because there are no christ best churches all are religious Uh, me i want to learn before i thought i could start a fellowship but after listening to you keenly i dropped everything and decided to just study connect me with brethren whom we can fellowship together out here in lebanon god bless you i appreciate the way you've dealt with foolishness in my life my name is jane leaves her phone
0: number Wow, Jane, we're going to connect you to Pastor Matthew. Pastor Matthew will reach out to you. We may end up having to train you to start that church in Lebanon because we don't have a campus in Lebanon yet. So we may have to train you, equip you to start a campus in Lebanon for other people in Lebanon to come around you and fellowship with the light of God's word. So Pastor Matthew is going to reach out to you and uh, we take it off from there, but thank you for reaching out to us
2: let's go to some part remember those two entries came from the middle eastern part of asia Uh, so let's um, go into another part of the continent and that is mumbai india and felix jacinto writes, i love the way you preach global Baba, and i copy all your preaching and store them for my personal knowledge i also make others to read your preaching because i feel you are the best preacher may god shower blessings on you and your dreams Of course, I read the entire Bible, and so far, this is the eighth time I have read my Bible. My question to you, sir, reading the entire Bible, is it necessary, or it's just some certain uh, scriptures? And if certain scriptures, then can I know which of these certain scriptures I should read? Thank you.
0: No, reading the Bible is necessary. It's good to read everything. Then when you read everything, with our teaching and explanation, all the things you have read will start falling in place like a piece of puzzle. So it's a good thing to read. But as you're reading, it's also much more important to have a teacher of the word that will teach you what you are reading to bring you to a place of understanding. Remember the eunuch understands that what thou readest is how can I accept some man should guide me. So there are human guides in the school of understanding. So as you keep following our teaching, the entire Bible that you have read over and over will suddenly start making meaning to you all
2: over. Out of the continent of Asia, and we're flying straight to the next continent, and that is Europe, the UK. Here we come. Hello, Global Baba. I would first of all like to thank you for your labor in ensuring that the gospel is revealed. Being surrounded by religion, legalism, and a hybrid of Old and New Testament practices, this has seriously wrestled with my faith for several years, Global Baba. I thank God for connecting me to your messages, which have extremely refined my focus on Christ especially in acknowledging his finished work in my life. I would like to ask, does Power City International have a branch in London? If so, could you please kindly provide the venue details, many thanks and more grace. Joy is in the UK.
0: Wow, Joy, thank you for reaching out to us. Our our coordinator will reach out to you, Ambassador Andrew in the UK. He coordinates all our churches in the United Kingdom and Europe. He'll reach out to you. Find out where you are, your postcode, and all of that, and connect you to the brethren closest to where you are so you can begin a fellowship with them there in the UK.
2: Okay, we're out of the continent of Europe, and we're flying straight next to the Americas. The United States of America is uh, in the northern part of that continent, so here we come. Greetings to you, Global Bahaba, from uh, Washington, United States of America. That's where I write from. I pray Almighty God continues to strengthen you. And illuminates uh, his word in our hearts. Amen. I wish the majority of Nigerian pastors would emulate such sound doctrine that you teach. My name is Leo Arrio. I would like to bring to your attention the divinity and humanity of Christ Jesus, most specifically regarding his physicality after resurrection. Global Baba. I believe Christ is erected not in his previous physical state of flesh and blood, but glorified body, ruled by the Spirit, not flesh anymore which explained why he could appear and disappear at will a glimpse of what will be like after we uh, are also resurrected in him Romans 8:29 Paul said now this I say brethren that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God neither doth corruption that is mortal inherit incorruption immortal 1st Corinthians 15:50 global but also believe Adam and Eve had such glorified bodies before their disobedience or in the fallible Flesh and blood, which must first be translated before going to the spiritual home. I will eagerly anticipate your response and thoughts on this. sir. Uh, looking forward to subsequent sessions and training. Thank you. I think I said everything. Is he jumbling them up?
0: Yeah, there's, there's, there's a question he's asking there on Adam and Eve. Eve. Adam and Eve didn't have glorified bodies. Adam and Eve were not mortal and they were not immortal. It was subject to their choice that they were either going to be mortal or immortal. When they made the choice to reject God they became immortal they became mortal if they had made a choice to accept God's offer of salvation they would have become immortal so they were neither mortal nor immortal just like Jesus was neither mortal or immortal it was a choice he made that made him subject to death on the cross remember he didn't die until he became sin now when he became sin he now said lord into your hands i commit my body my spirit And he gave up the ghost. So that's the state in which Adam and Eve were. They were neither mortal nor immortal. Just like Jesus was neither mortal nor immortal. Subject to the choice. And he made the choice to serve the purpose of God. Adam and Eve rejected that choice.
2: Okay, producer, in another two minutes or thereabouts, we should be opening the window for phone calls. But right now, still from the Americas, the northern part of that continent. Hello, Dr. Damina. I went to see my dermatologist because my hair was breaking off severely, and he gave me some shampoo and conditioner to use, but there has been no change. I'm praying to God to show me what is causing it. I've always had thick and long, healthy hair. hair. I take my vitamins and try to eat healthy. Please pray for me that God will reveal the cause and restore my hair. Thank you so much for your prayers and your teaching. I've grown so much by listening to your teaching. May the grace of God continue to pour out his grace. And mercy upon you and your family. Sister Gwendoline is in Atlanta, United States of America. We'll, well, pray at that, at yeah,
0: we'll pray for you at the end of the broadcast. Bless you.
2: Okay, so from there, we go still to some part of the United States. I think the northern part, that's where Canada is. It says, um, hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush, my name is Grace. I write from Canada. My question, global Baba, is about Ephesians 4.30. I don't understand how we can grieve the Holy Spirit. To grieve is actually sadness. Can the Holy Spirit be sad, Global Baba? My mother uses that verse to say that when we sin, it makes the Holy Spirit sad. And also Ephesians 5:5 is used sometimes to say that when we sin, we lose salvation. But the thing is that Paul said we are sealed for the day of redemption. I'm a bit lost. Thank you, help me, Global Baba.
0: You are eternally sealed. You don't lose salvation. However, if you live in disobedience and your heart, your your pain makes the Holy Ghost uncomfortable because you shouldn't go through that pain. If you had listened when he gave you warning, that's what he simply means.
2: From Canada to the caribbeans and greetings in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. My name is Carl Lindo. I write from uh, the caribbeans okay, from Trinidad and Tobago, where I am from. Trinidad and Tobago, by the way, is an island in the Caribbean. It's a wonderful resort, wonderful yeah, place. It is. To, uh, to go for holidays. It so is. let's just holiday a little there. I'll yeah. take this call. Yeah,
0: let's hang out a
2: bit. Hello. Turn and see the out hello. Yeah, hello, are you there? Hello. I know. Are you there? Okay, so we just come back and continue from where we left it off. I was and still always, I'm a very firm believer in the Spirit of God to which we are led and not the letter of the Lord that killeth. When I gave my life to Christ, Lord, Baba, the first thing I was told by family members, more or less, is that I have to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy i just need to settle in my spirit what i am already sure of because i know that commandment was part of the law the mosaic law and as far as the new testament tells me those were abolished with the coming of the messiah it was even after abraham global baba whom the promise was made to the argument is that the commandment reads remember the sabbath and keep it holy basically what i need is knowledge to impart to them about the dispensation i am in in which we live now, as opposed to what dispensation Moses was under, I await your timely response. Global Baba,
0: I'm trying to get a scripture for you that quickly explains that to you, and I think it's Matthew chapter 21. Matthew 21. global Baba can
2: we just take this call. All right, let's I'm, take the call. Okay. One. This caller. Hello. Hello,
3: good evening. Many
2: thanks for joining us. are you calling from?
3: Okay, my name is Charlie. Papa, good evening.
0: Good evening. Bless you
3: bless you too, Papa. Thank you. Papa, I called you last year and I asked you to pray for me and my mom, the physical challenge of him that I cannot see. And you prayed for us. And uh, you think I should call this number after the show that the, the people are going to help me to connect with me. But I'll be calling Papa I find it so difficult to get in touch with them.
0: Oh, that is my, our office people?
3: Yes, I
0: called. Okay, I, what,
3: can what you will do is,
0: what you will do is. What you
3: should do is,
0: should do is, should do is immediately we finish the broadcast at eight o'clock. Call so I can speak to you. Bless you.
2: Okay, so global, can we just get back to? Yes,
0: it's that scripture? I was just trying to get the scripture sure. for the person. Matthew chapter twelve from verse one. We're going to read from verse one till about eight. Matthew chapter 12, because we want to deal with this Sabbath issue. There are a number of people that have been asking questions on the Sabbath. At that same time, or at that time, Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the corn and his disciples were unhungered and began to pluck the ears of corn and to eat. Next verse. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciples do that which is not lawful to do upon the Sabbath day. But he said unto them, Have you not read what David did when he was unhungered and they that were with him? How he entered into the house of God and did eat the shewbread, which was not lawful for him to eat neither for them which were with him but only for the priest. Or have you not read in the law how that on the Sabbath days the priest in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. But if you are known what this minute, I will have mercy and not sacrifice. You will not have condemned the guiltless next verse for the son of man is lord even of the sabbath day next verse and when he was departed thence, he went through into their synagogue so jesus explained that he is the lord of the sabbath meaning that the sabbath is not a day the sabbath was a day in the old testament pointing to christ with the arrival of christ the sabbath is no more a day the Sabbath is a person. Jesus is our rest. When you enter into Christ, you have entered into eternal Sabbath. So it's no more a day of the week, it is a person. In Christ, you have entered eternal rest. That's why it says, "Come on to me and I will give you rest." So once you come into Christ, you don't observe days anymore. You don't observe moons. That's what Colossians chapter 2 verse 16, 17, 18, 19 tells us. So Sabbath is a person. His name is Jesus.
2: It's coming very close to half past the hour in Uyo, Nigeria. This next caller, hello. Hello. Many thanks, okay. ma'am, for your, yes, ma'am. Just your name. Where are you I'm, calling from?
4: I'm favor from Imo State.
2: Okay. So I Fable.
4: Okay, sir. Please Sir, I would like Papa to help me and pray for my husband. He he is a pastor in Imo State. But of recent, he started becoming discouraged because of what is happening. And um, the pandemic affected our church growth. People don't come like before. And he uh, started becoming discouraged, he's no longer serious with the calling. He, he now joins a club and since then, he has been drinking and coming back home late. And it's affecting him spiritually. It's affecting our marriage. And also, um, since last day, he got to know about you. And he changed his line of preaching. But he started getting threats from some pastors that he's spoiling business for them here in Inmo State. That he should stop preaching like you. And um, he keeps getting discouraged. With all this, and after joining the club, I've seen some changes in him that I don't like. If I tell him or confront him, he gets angry. Okay. So I, I, I earnestly desire that you pray for him, help me, and pray for him, please. And he said you'll be having a program in June that he would like to attend. I want to ask if. He can be given an appointment. I want him to meet with you face to face because he, he, sometimes he will tell me he wants to really be your son. But because he's not financially buoyant and how things are around him, he's always discouraged. And we've been married for five years, no children. So I believe all these things are contributing to um, he's being discouraged. So honestly, I, I really need prayers.
0: Okay, Okay, favor, we'll pray for you by the end of the broadcast. But you will have to go a step extra by getting your husband to speak to me. What you do is after the broadcast at 8 o'clock, if you give us a call, we'll be able to get your number and get his number. And we'll give him a call and begin to talk to him because he needs some kind of follow-up and encouragement. So we'll love to do that beyond just praying for him. Bless you and thank you for calling.
2: Fantastic. You know, but global baba I'm wondering, so um, I'm a pastor. I pastor a church, and then the church starts going down, and I start getting discouraged. that the church belongs to me?
0: Well, again, you know, it depends on the kind of gospel that the husband was exposed to before. It depends on what he was taught. It depends on what he knew. Because that gospel of materialism and performance, if things don't move, you can kill yourself. Mm. Because it's all about performance, materialism, money and success and all of that. But the gospel of Christ is not that gospel. So that gospel, it's where that problem is.
2: The gospel of business.
0: Another gospel, yes. The materialistic gospel.
2: Okay, so Global Baba, we were in uh, the Americas the last time. So we come straight to our own continent. And that's Africa, Zimbabwe. Be nice to us. Thank you, Global Baba, for the third day online. uh, That's concerning the online school of ministry. My question is, let's say a child or infant dies before being born again. What will be his final destination? Also, I would like to understand more the book of Revelation, which you said was written metaphorically. Can you please unlock to me or refer me to materials I can use to unlock the metaphors? Thank you. Blessing Rutendo Mafuroti in Harare, Zimbabwe.
0: All right. The book of Revelation is a teaching I did understanding the book of Revelation. You can order for it. And there's a book also that you can order for the last days. Those, the book and the teaching will help you a lot with the book of Revelation. What happens to children who never receive Christ? Well, there is compassion with justice. Children who never receive Christ and died, they go to heaven. Jesus said, "Suffer the little children to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven." So, children who die, you know, before they get to the age of accountability, without being born again, they go straight to God. Even if their parents were Muslims or pagans or native doctors, as long as they are children who have not gotten to the age of accountability they go back to Jesus.
2: Is there a particular uh, number, a particular figure for the age of accountability? Accountability
0: has to do with when the child is able to know right and wrong. Okay. There's no particular age. age. It depends on maturity level.
2: Okay. Uh, I'll come back in a moment to take you from Harare, Zimbabwe to Limpopo, South Africa. First though, the scholar Hello.
5: Hello. Okay. Uh, hello, Dr. Damina. Good evening, sir.
0: Good evening. Bless you. Bless you.
5: Okay, Doctor Davina, good evening, sir.
0: Good evening. Bless you. What's the name? Where are you calling from? Okay.
5: Okay, my name is um, Samuel. I'm calling from Johannesburg.
0: Oh, bless you, Samuel. Welcome to the show.
5: Present yes, sir. <laughs> um, Doctor Davina. Yeah. I am calling from Johannesburg. Yes, just go ahead, Dr. 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 Dabela. This is here, master of of program MC at the Rock of Victory Ministry.
0: Oh, Rock of Victory Ministry. I came here,
5: master of ceremony program director Samuel. Samuel,
0: I came to that church many years ago. How are you? Bless you.
5: Yes, sir. Uh, if you remember, this is your program director, Master of Ceremony. One time you come to Rock of Victory Ministries International to preach in our church. Yes, this I... is Samuel, sir.
0: Bless you, bless you, Samuel. Bless you is your family.
5: Okay, so Samuel, I'm
2: sure when next we have the opportunity to just make it as high yeah. yeah. as possible. Yeah. Okay, so we stay on the southern part of the continent. Um, that next is South Africa, Limpopo now. My name is Jeffrey Chabalala. What's the revelation? Global Bible 666. What's the mark of the beast? When will this happen? Regards.
0: Well, the mark of the beast, which is actually symbolic, the number of man or the number of sin, it's already on. The Bible tells us that, you know, it's already on. The Antichrist is already here. It's been here since. It's a teaching that rejects Christ as being God or rejects Christ as being man. That's what it is. Metaphorically communicated.
2: Okay, we continue with calls and just keep those calls coming all the way until some five, ten minutes to the end of the program. But staying on in South Africa, my name is Lita Kumbisa, and I do this Global Baba from Cape Town, South Africa. I've been following your teachings since last year and I've grown so much in knowledge of Christ. I have a question concerning the second coming of Christ. Global Baba, is it physically or spiritually? If it is spiritually, as Christ lives in a believer, please explain the scriptures that speak of his coming in clouds, arts, 1, 9 to 11, Revelations 1, 7. Was it some sort of a mode of conduct or a metaphor used? First door, global Baba. this next caller. Hello.
6: Yeah, hello. Okay, good evening,
2: sir. Welcome to the program. Your name, where are you calling from? Hello. Just go ahead. Your name, where are you calling from?
6: Good evening, Papa.
0: Evening, bless you.
6: My name is uh, Christian Dan. I'm calling from California. Okay. Okay, Papa, I've been listening to your program. This is my first time calling. And uh, last night, I had a dream when I was with my friend in your office. He asked us what can you do to us. And my friend vowed that if you give him $1 million and he will serve me your ministry. He said, okay, yeah. I'm fine one million naira. And was reminding me when I said, Papa, bless me also with one million naira, he, he said, I he said, you just, bless my friend, the last one million naira with you, and you don't know what to do, but if you just check. So when you check, you, you realize that there is a remaining one million naira with you, I you gave me the one million? one So, when I woke up from the dream, so like, I was like, I don't know what the meaning of this. Why is the reason why I'm coming now? Thank you, Pastor. Samuel, I'm the one to answer
2: that one. <laughs> if there was any one million, I'll collect it first, Samuel. <laughs> Samuel, if there was if, if one million, I'll collect it first before I get to see you. Okay, so it's global. a
0: metaphor <laughs> uh, it's a metaphor what yeah. you are seeing is the riches of Christ the riches of Christ so keep following the teachings get that, those your friends to follow the teachings because there's a lot more in it than just 1 million naira in the natural
2: okay so global Baba, what sort of um, mode of conduct or metaphor was that used as Kumasi Kumisi? From uh, Cape Town, South Africa.
0: Well, when Jesus is coming, the second coming of Christ is not coming for us. He's coming with us. It's called the parousia of Christ. Romans chapter 8. The Bible tells us when Christ who is our life shall appear, we shall appear with him. So it's going to be our appearance or what brother Paul calls the manifestation of the sons of God. So you're not confused about the word clouds when you see the word clouds in that scripture that in the same way he's gone he shall come back in the clouds the clouds there is human beings it's not cloud like rain cloud it's human beings. it's called a cloud of witnesses people that are going to be with him just like we are coming with him we are the clouds around jesus so yes the coming of christ is going to be spiritual because we will be changed and caught up. it's going to be spiritual it's not going to be physical because this mortality shall put on immortality. The corruption, corruptible, shall put on incorruptible. So we shall be changed. It's going to be spiritual. So the clouds there is we with Jesus. That's what it
2: is. 19.5 small minutes before we say our bye-bye on this edition of the program. Still staying on in the southern part of Africa, Botswana. Hello, Global Baba. Thank you for the pure word of God. Please, I'm confused by the issue of paying tight. Are we as Christians forced to pay tithes? 10%. Please help me on this issue. Second, I request you to be my mentor in Christ, Zibani Mboto in Botswana.
0: Well, uh, you are not forced to pay tithe Nobody forces you in the New Testament. In fact, in the New Testament, you are not taught to tithe. You are taught to give generously, give liberally, give uh, sacrificially as a responsible child of God to support the work of God, to honor your pastor. And to give to the poor among the brethren in the house of God. That's what the New Testament teaches in a, in a nutshell.
2: Okay, so Global Baba, we're out of the southern part of the continent. We're going straight to the east, Zambia. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. My name is Ivans Chota. I write from mofurlira District of Zambia i lead a local church global barber victory a local branch of um, victory bible ministries whose founder and president is dr nevas mumba i've been listening to your teachings and my approach in handling the word of truth is never the same you have brought tremendous impact on my life Global barber now sir what's the difference between winning souls and converting souls
0: well I, i think it's just semantics converting souls is winning souls winning souls is converting souls it's taking it, to win means to take somebody over. To convert means to take somebody over. So it's the same thing.
2: From the eastern part of the continent, we'll be going straight to the crossroads between Central and West Africa. That's uh, Cameroon first, though. her, hello. Hello,
4: good evening.
2: Many thanks, ma'am, for joining us. Your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Thank you. I want to speak with Papa. Your name? Okay, my name is. i calling from Magak.
0: Okay. Go ahead. We're here listening to you. Bless
4: you. So, please, I want you to pray, to pray for my mother. Okay. What's she's wrong? been having problem with her legs. She has numb for a very long time. Until now, she has been complaining of the, the pain from the legs coming to her waist. Okay. She has been taking drugs taking medication. Yes, she's not working out
0: okay we're going to pray for her but just stay stay beside her where you are at the end of the broadcast just stay with us we'll pray for her
2: bless you welcome to cameroon greetings global baba my name is derek Nguye-Nzams. i'm a cameroonian who had the call of god to preach the gospel of christ but in my mother's church they don't preach the finished work of jesus christ when i left the church to start my own ministry i was preparing to preach what i was taught in my former church at no peace even though i was preaching works I later discovered that I was still not satisfied with the teachings. At some point in time, I got confused and started asking God for direction when I stumbled on one of your videos, Global Baba, on Facebook. By the time I finished watching that video, I had peace. Then I told myself, this is what I've been looking for. Since that day, I started downloading your messages on YouTube until I don't even have space again on my phone. I started my ministry three months ago. It's not been easy, though. Everyone left me. It is just my wife and me. The name of my ministry is Saving Grace Grace, uh, Chapel International, a.k.a. the Redeemed of the Lord's Church. Facebook page, it leaves that. Thank you, Dr. Damina, for opening our eyes to the scriptures. God bless you.
0: Bless you. Stay persuaded. Stay with your conviction. Keep teaching evangelism, disciple people, and after a while, the church will start growing in the right way.
2: To Cote d'Ivoire next, and that's uh, I think that's West Africa now. First of all, I want to apologise. English is not my national language, Global Baba. I'm from Cote d'Ivoire. I'm one of your followers on Facebook. I like the way you expound the New Testament truth, but I have some questions. Which are Jesus never cursed any person. Why did Paul curse in First Timothy 1:20? Well,
0: Paul never cursed anybody. First Timothy 1:20. Uh, put it up for us. <clears throat> First Timothy 1:20. Of whom is him and Alexander, whom I have delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. That's not a curse. That's not a curse. What Brother Paul was saying is, I've delivered them to accusation. I've delivered them to accusation. It's not a curse. Since they are not willing to cooperate, they are not willing to submit, they are not willing to support the vision. There's no point keeping them around. So he has released them to go to accusation.
2: Okay. So Pastor Abele Louis, who is in Abidjan, Cote d'Ivoire, continues presently. Meanwhile. This caller. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Anywhere are calling from?
3: I'm just from Dr.
2: Okay, just speak up a little louder. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, I'm just from Dr. Gold. Yes,
2: oh, go ahead. Louder than I wanted.
5: Yeah, I want to thank Global Baba. If I came across these teachings, my life has really changed. Praise God. Praise Before God. I do have questions, but the people of his churches and the counselor and the prophetic get clarity to our questions. Praise God. Thank- I want to meet thank you. God bless him. Amen. Thank you.
2: Bless Amen. You. you. Okay, so let's get back to Abidjan, Cote d'Ivoire, with uh, Pastor Belle Luis. It says number two who killed ananias and sapphira in Acts 5 1 to 11 we've answered this a number of times yeah,
0: peter killed him you know because it was a law of sin and death and he was just transiting from the law to grace so they were still you know carry overs
2: he has more number three can a christian be demon possessed how to deal with this
0: a christian can never be demon possessed because a christian is possessed by christ so demons can't possess a believer
2: and finally, number four, how to increase my power in Christ in order to heal, to set people free from all kinds of bondage. I'm excited to read you, and I'd like to thank you for all you do. Uh, I'm excited to read you back. Pray for me so that my ministry will increase in divine knowledge. I want one of your most relevant books, Science and Wonders. Tell me how to get that.
0: All right. Our books you can order from Dr. Abel, at yahoo.com. And how do you increase in power? Well, as you increase in the knowledge of God's word, the power of God will continue to find expression. It doesn't increase. All the power you need is on your inside right now. But as you grow in knowledge, that power on your inside finds better expression. To
2: Ghana next, and this would be last part of call before we fly into Nigeria. Kindly explain in relations to the scriptures, Luke 2, 41 to 52, how Jesus grew all around when there was silence. At some point of his life before he started ministry. I'm Carl Markufoy Abito and sending the mail from Ghana, Ohoi.
0: Well, Jesus grew in wisdom in stature and in favor of God a man like any other human being. He learned like anybody else will learn because he was 100% a man as though not God and 100% God as though not man. So, as man, he had to learn like everybody is learning.
2: Okay, that please it, Oho, oh, oh. that you mentioned oh. that Oho, oh. ho oh. oh. ho. Oh. In well, I it's <laughs> okay, it's okay. okay, so he's a senior nutrition officer at the Ghana Health Service, who okay. principal municipal directorate, say hospital. Okay. This okay. next scholar, hello. Good
1: evening, Daddy. Evening. Bless you. Uh, Daddy, I, I am very, very grateful for your preaching. You have, it has really changed my life Hello. Say, may God continue to bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Thank Amen. you. Thank you. Fantastic. Okay, so to Lagos, Nigeria. Now, hello, Global Baba. My name is Ukoha Okorafor. I'm a born-again Christian by the grace of God. I'm an accountant who works as an auditor in a finance company. I'm from Ihe, Chowa, local government area of Abia State. I live in the Kutung area of Lagos. I worship in the, mentions the church uh, of Nigeria, honestly have not been comfortable with their doctrine and the way many churches and figures in Christendom interpret their scriptures as to suit their desires and keep on being adamant to the obvious truth. As clearly spelled out in the scripture. Since January of this year, I started seeing your video on YouTube. I've been listening to as many as I see, and honestly, I'm glad that God has raised a mind to teach the true gospel and without fear. So, this gospel revolution must not stop, and I want to be part of it at all costs. I've also been involved in missionary work in interior villages during my secondary school days and evangelism in urban areas. Please, I want to know if your church is around Ikotum, or in Lagos, where I reside, as I want to start worshipping there. If not, I would love to be a foundation member of Power City in Ikotum or any closer destination. So many Christians need to break free from false teachings. I'm glad that God has raised you for this mission. Thank you. So, for Okoha leaves his phone number.
0: Wow. Well, we will try and make sure that our pastor in Lagos, Pastor Gospel, reaches out to you and... You know, they will either connect you to the church. I'm not sure we have a church at Ikoto, But, you know, like you said, you're available. You can work with them. You know, we can start a campus right there for the brethren in that location. But so glad to have read from you.
2: Next caller. Hello. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. You know where you're calling from?
3: Good evening, Dr. Damina.
0: Good evening. Bless you.
3: Good evening, Thank you.
2: Many thanks. Welcome. Thank you for joining us
3: thank you my name is Immanuel I'm calling for Nico to finish. Okay. okay I love you and your family thank you I love what God is uh, what God is using you to do in our generation I start right, please no? yes my question is taken from the book of Matthew 24 verse 18.
0: Matthew 24
3: 13. when Jesus said that as the of them is writing, the love of many shall go down. Mm. So please, I want to really know what is the meaning of that very place. And two, why do our generation, even as many men of God, they have a help to give to people, and they do not as many people in our days today, even in our government. Things are just going a wrong way. So, please, Papa, I really
0: appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for calling. Um, well, the best thing to do is put your eyes on God and trust God and uh, look up to God. That's what matters. David said, I'll put, put my eyes on the heels from whence coming my help. So, set your eyes on the Lord and uh, trust God. And, of course, you know, as God blesses you, you too can be a blessing to other people. That scripture you read in Matthew is one of the things that happens in the last days and it's on already. The love of many people is waxing cold because they are becoming materialistic-minded. They are taking their eyes off Christ, and they are getting, you know, dragged into the things that will not help them in their pursuit of growth in Christ. So it's part of the signs of the last days.
2: From Lagos, I was uh, hoping I could fly into Adamawa, excuse me, Anambra rivers and cross river states before coming. To Akwa because of time or the lack of it, I'm coming straight to Akwai Bomb State, Global Baba. This one is pure trouble. Hello, Global Baba and the Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. I want specially thank Global Baba for the raw word of God. Him done the drop of steady, steady. I beg, me get small question to ask. Global Baba, I beg help me. Why be say anytime I dream, see myself they preach or pray for people for dream, I they wake up with severe headache. Why be say I dey hold my head till it stop? even when i go counseling for churches and anybody prophesy, give me severe headache they worry me till i sleep or take medicine global baba i beg help me the situation don't pass be careful Can it? you know you <laughs> <laughs> global baba, why are you why, why wondering and oh global baba i'm just <laughs> this last caller hello global i've done my own. Oh, no last caller <laughs> Okay. Yeah, many okay. thanks for joining us. Here. And where are you calling from? Hello, good evening, Mr. Bush. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Many thanks. Just
1: go ahead. Good, uh, name. good, good evening, Dr. Domina.
0: Good evening. Bless you.
1: Bless you too. My name is Ima Esby. I'm calling from you're just behind your church. Ah, that's good. That's good. Uh my my question goes like this because I was trying to explain uh, Galatians four from twenty-one down. Okay. Compare with the law. So when you read from Galatians 4, yes. 21 down, it looks like Abraham started the works of this law. Yes,
0: that's exactly uh-huh. what
1: it so, is. So, so what I was trying to like explain, Abraham started the works of the law, but the law was given by Moses.
0: Uh, but it started in Abraham because Abraham set the pattern. Because God gave Abraham a promise, but Abraham did not wait for God's promise. Abraham used works to produce Ishmael that is where it started from Moses just made an institution out of the action of Abraham
1: I know what I'm what what where I want to understand is because I was trying to tell him that even the law was given to Moses by angels so he was like telling me I was explaining to my elder brother he was like telling me even if angels gave Moses the law that it was God that ordered the angels to give the law to Moses
0: No, God didn't didn't have to order the angels to give the law to Moses because angels were created to serve man. So angels were the supernatural arm of Moses' ministry. The law was actually Moses' idea. What the angels did was to give the law a support supernaturally, where if you break the law, they carried out action against you supernaturally. That's exactly what it is. The scriptures to give your brother is Galatians chapter 3 from verse 16 to 20. And Acts of the Apostles, chapter three, verse twenty-three. Acts 3, 23, 24, 25. That whole chapter. If you read through, you will see that it was angels and Moses that were in operation.
2: No, Baba, they done with him. Yes. Can he, you know you see the wait for you? He
0: said it in. Uh, it, it don't pass. <laughs> <laughs> he don't pass be Don't pass You <laughs> already said I have trouble now. <laughs> It's your trouble. Well, you know what you will do? I will advise you to come over to the church. Let us talk with you and see why you see yourself preaching and be having headaches. Please, come to Power City any day, 9 a.m. and see us. When you come, ask for Dr. Gabriel. Dr. Gabriel will receive you and we will be able to help you Get over that headache in after dreams and all
3: of that,
2: okay. Global Bank, let's just see whether we can take a couple of things from the a couple of entries from the radio audience. Where is hell located? Global band, can a woman be a minister
0: of the gospel? Yes, all over the scripture. I even taught that last week. Aquila, Priscilla, the, the people that were apostles to the apostles were women. When Jesus rose from the dead, he said, Go and tell my brethren that I have risen, I go to my father, your father. You know uh, so women were the even first apostles who preached the gospel of his resurrection so yes why not
2: okay the last uh, entry just before we say bye-bye is it possible Baba, for someone to have the knowledge and understanding of god without the gifts of the spirit
0: yes no it's 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 not possible the the gifts of the spirit came on your inside the day you got born again so at the birth at the point of salvation you have the gifts of the spirit you have the fruits of the spirit so yes you, you 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 only have the knowledge of god by teaching and then eventually, as knowledge grows, those gifts will find expression.
2: Okay, so Global Boy is a fantastic place to sign off. It's the end of TED season five. five. Yes. And um, for this segment, yes. uh, that is uh, Ask the Council. I don't know what season we are, I'm even lost. Yes. But you can be sure that Ask the Council bounces back live very yes. soon. Yes my name is michael bush my producer is pastor ij query complete with this production team not forgetting dr gabriel and the rest of the crew here and of course it's daniel and um who came with me on their behalf this is me welcoming global barber
0: the intercontinental mr bush It's been a wonderful time. Very wonderful. Hey guys, we want you to know we love you. We're so glad you're a part of the broadcast, part of the service tonight. Wherever you're watching around the world, always an honor to serve you the grace of God. Let me quickly mention, you don't want to miss what I'll start teaching on Sunday. Wisdom for Living. Both First Service and Second Service. First Service, 8 a.m. GMT plus one. Second Service, 11 a.m. GMT plus one. You need to mobilize more people to join it is one teaching that will change your entire life and then let me also mention that uh, you know uh we have the power bible school coming up this july if you want to register for the power bible school you can stop by power city international get a form to be a student in the bible school it's a one month intensive bible school it will change your entire life and ministry then lastly those of you that are not in Aquaibom, you can send email to power bible school at gmail.com, Power Bible School at gmail.com, asking for application and admission forms. But guys, you know, we love you. Remember, we are tonight live on Inspiration 9 to 10, Heritage 10 to 12, tomorrow morning 545, XLFM 11 to 1, Radio bomb 1 to 3, XLFM 3 to 5. You know your FM, and then 6 o'clock tomorrow evening, we are back here on Comfort FM, and the cycle goes on. We love you guys. Tell everybody about what God is doing and until we come your way again tomorrow at 6 p.m. GMT plus one. Enjoy the grace of Christ and be blessed.
2: Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria.
0: Amen.